When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, my talkers, it's a beautiful day outside and your day's about, about to get a little bit brighter because Lori and Julia are here and they're bringing sunshine. We are bringing sunshine. Thank We're bringing you. sunshine from Montecito and Beverly Hills because we have two happy occasions that have been celebrated with posts. So do you remember a year ago, Julia, when I came back from Carpinteria and I went up to Montecito with Aunt Catherine and we went looking for Harry and Megan's house and found it down a... You really drove around a pedestrian that road. Pedestrian yeah, road. It was you just, were shocked where it is. Well, I was shocked because there was still so much uh, like flood damage or mudslide damage, damage in the that area. They have. Yeah. One of the things that um, Aunt Catherine likes to do as much as uh, you and I do is we really love going to a five star hotel. We might not be staying there. But, I mean, I've gone, and in Santa Barbara area, Montecito, there's so many beautiful hotels. I went to San Ysidro Ranch with Aunt Catherine, and we were got a tour, pretended to be travel agents. Yes. Last uh, October. <laughs> um, no, this, I mean, I I have all these, like, bucket list hotels that I would love to stay in. And one of the ways you can find out if you'd really like to stay there is if you happen to be in the area, but wander around, eat at a restaurant or a bar. And so the place that we went to this last trip, which is the scene of Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian filming their engagement for the Kardashian new show on Hulu. But I I like this couple. they've They've known each other for years and they seem crazy about them. And I find them oddly hot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just think they just seem like uh, right. They're both at the right place at the right time in each other's life. He's forty five, she's forty two. Their kids know each other. They yeah. literally, she's known him for like twenty years. Courtney has. That's kind of fun. So, so and, after seven months of of nine months, nine, nine months, months was it dating. nine months? Yeah, yeah I, I love it. Dating. I think they've been dating for all of twenty twenty one. But he's known the family for. 20 years, like he's been go- going to Chris Jenner's Christmas party for years and oh, years. Oh, really? So they okay, they really other. know each other. So where they had this engagement is where Auntie Catherine, she was like, oh, I found a new five-star hotel. Because um, we've gone to, I think, every single one in Santa Barbara where we'll have lunch or we'll take a walk. You know, we just like, see. so we were at this place called Rosewood Miramar. Rosewood is just the hotel chain, but it's the Miramar. And yes. it's the site of the old Montecito Beach uh, Hotel that was there for years and years. And it got torn down. And I think this place has been in the process of getting built for like five years. So is Montecito just right above 
Santa Barbara. Montecito is, is inland. Is no Montecito. It goes Carpinteria, yeah. Montecito, oh, Santa, Barbara. Santa Barbara. Okay. And so it's called the Miramar Beach, and it's absolutely like we walked in, and we were just like dazzled. It's got this big, long front lawn, and it's up on a big bluff. Right. Up on a big bluff, a big croquet lawn. Overlooking the ocean. Overlooking the ocean. There are like five or six restaurants. There was a goop, a standalone store. We sat out on the veranda and had dessert and cocktails. Then we went and... Or we might have had, uh, like, appetizers and drinks at the place overlooking the beach. Got it. And then we went to the veranda and had, like, coffee. And then we just wandered around. And, you know, Aunt Catherine, oh, look, let's look at this. Let's look at this room. A housekeeping, do you mind if we just look at this room? And they have these beautiful beach house guest rooms. And it's, it's a gorgeous place. It stay there? Oh, it, if you were lucky... And you used every discount you could think of, AARP, maybe AAA. Travel, AAA. Maybe you could get it for seven ninety five a night. Okay. It's it's spendy. It's mm-hmm. spendy, you guys. Okay. It's like, like mm-hmm. you know, five star mm-hmm. spendy. But anyway, Holly posted the photos of those guys getting engaged. She's got a eight carat beautiful ring my gosh beautiful oval ring beautiful i'm happy you know what i'm happy happy for these two two. because what the other thing that i think was kind of cool about this relationship is that you know age appropriate a and um right time right place in each other's lives and really the right place because he was in that tragic airplane fire where everyone on the plane basically ended up dying Mm -hmm. except for him and his body was covered with like 80% 80% burns. Yeah. And how he trusted it, her enough to go back on a plane. I mean, that was 20 years ago or something. It was 13 years, 13 ago, years yeah. ago. And he trusted her enough to to get back on a plane and she could be that person for him. I just yeah. think, you know, who's you know, just got to be going crazy is Scott. Scott Disick, Disick and oh, Shannon yeah. Mulliker, his ex too. Yeah. But Scott is really. Scott Disick has got to be going crazy. He's frantically looking for a 19 year old. Yeah, he will be 19 for if he. Who's from a name brand family? Name brand family. Because he did Lionel Richie's daughter. He did Lisa uh, Renna and Harry Hamlin's daughter. uh, uh, Um, He needs a name brand family with a 19 year old. Watch out, Kaya Gruber. And talk about, you know, like like what 19 year old? Who wants to date a 37 year old man with kids? Apparently he he gets lucky though, Lori, because he's found a couple. But well, yeah, just, but I mean, what those 19-year-old uh, women don't realize is that they can do far better right? and a lot less headache. Yeah. You know, you don't need to be in... Who wants to be bonus mom at 19 for crying out loud? That just sounds like a nightmare. Pretend to like somebody Lord, else's kids. Lord, we're going to talk sorry. about that in randoms. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're touching on something in randoms. Um, and then, okay, so, and then Paris Hilton had a um, lovely bridal shower. Holly posted these photos, and it was at her mom's house, which we've gotten to know in the Kathy Beverly Hilton, Hills. Yeah. Kathy Hilton. And, um, oh, it was called Paris in Wonderland, and it was like a Mad Hatter theme. And I'm sure there were a gazillion fancy people there, Julia. There was a um, all these Alice in Wonderland characters that were there, and people brought their dogs. And there was a Moe and Chandon champagne dispensary. Fountain or something. Something. Lovely. Anyway, they are really. I, I I hope they I hope they get married. It's supposed to happen November 11th at her grandfather's Bel Air estate. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well. I guess there's going to be three parties leading up to the wedding, a carnival, 
themed bash at Santa Monica Pier. They've rented the whole thing How out. How fun does that sound? I know. That pier is so much fun. I love this. Yeah, and a dinner for the quote unquote out of towners. Oh, yeah. That sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. It would be, I guess, her invitation came to people in like a Tiffany box that it opened. You know, the invitation was actually in the box. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, can you imagine no expense spared? Oh, yeah. My sister just recently got proposed to as well, so all this wedding talk is kind of like getting me excited. Really? It's exciting. Do they have a photographer ready to go when it happened and stuff? Oh, absolutely not. This is the new trend. (laughs) I mean, don't even think of proposing unless everyone knows about it. I mean, document it. Yeah, Yeah, Paris and her guy, like, they brought a camera crew to the island that they got engaged. This is the trend. This is what everyone does now. Well, The only person that doesn't know sometimes is the bride or groom wherever's proposing. She is 40. Yes. She's been engaged multiple times multiple times yeah she's a serial monogamous and she is damn well gonna have the wedding of her dreams i love it my mom and dad are rick and kathy hilton and they're rich and she's rich yeah but i mean yeah but good for her i love it i love it all right listen when we come back it's time for random thoughts you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. All right. So Lori and I both have decided this This sounds good and we're going to share it with you. And she mm-hmm. can't believe she didn't buy it at the store this morning. <laughs> I didn't see it. But pumpkin spice Cheerios, cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove in milk... That sounds so good. Sounds I could eat Doesn't a bowl right now. Doesn't that just sound good? Yeah, it does. So those are out. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. Jeez. We've been reading about all the pumpkin shortages. It was funny. I was watching Jason this morning, and Stephanie was on, and uh-huh. she was doing a pumpkin segment. And just, you know, the pumpkin stuff started so early this year. And so some Starbucks are already out of the pumpkin lattes and blah, 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 blah. So if you guys like your pu- pumpkin spice creamers, and those types of things maybe stock up a little bit. I haven't even seen any pumpkin spice creamer yet. I don't use that kind anymore. I quit that stuff. You did? I did because I just like half and half now. Okay. And But I don't buy that. But, you know, that never spoils, it feels like. So you could buy a couple and keep Lots them. Lots of preservatives probably. Lots of beard. <laughs> it's National No Beard Day. Beard or beer? Beard. Beard. So shave up, people, if you want to celebrate like you. there's no tomorrow. Okay, so I thought this was kind of funny, Lori. So um, if you are um, wondering what kind of things that people pretend to only like, you already hit on it, is that they came out with a list. They did a study of people like, what do people only pretend they like just to be nice? Kind oh, of other people's kids, for that's sure. That's number one. Yeah, for sure. That's number <laughs> one. Yeah. Um. Everyone agrees that a stranger's kids are horrible, but even if they're your friends, sometimes you just don't like other people's kids. Yeah, you just no, sometimes it's they're true. just not likable. And we're not, no one is going to be as charmed unless you're grandparents or something, but it, it, no one is as charmed by your kids as you are or their grandparents. And I would even take this one mm-hmm. step further other people's friends. And I'll give you the oh. example when I went to Thanksgiving with our Montana 
uh, yeah. family, and they invited over a couple, mm-hmm. and then that couple's mother and father, right? And then their kids. And I was like, Why were, are all these why? people here? And, and they were why? so unlikable. And yeah. they took over the kitchen. Oh. We, we made the. Um, They're not getting invited wish, this year, are they? The wish sticks. Yes. No, the couple's getting divorced. Oh, they are. Yes. Not surprising. No, not at all. I mean, but it was so. So I was just taking that just yeah. one step for yeah. other things that people just pretend to like just because sometimes um, watching golf on TV. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like an easy background. I think it's soothing. I think if it's you're soothing. looking for a nap. Yeah, I agree. I'm um, vacationing <laughs> with extended family sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not into it. Um, let's see. Uh, it, it, people don't like Facebook. You just pretend to like it sometimes. Injected lip trends. Mm. Small talk. Yeah. Sometimes small talk. It's we exhausting. Did, well, we did a lot of small talk at the wedding. And some people are better at it than others. That is, that some is people just like mundo. Some people just like to go in for the digger and just shock you. It's shocking small talk. Yeah, shock. <laughs> shock talk. <laughs> just really quick small talk that you're just shocked and you don't know what to do with it. And so you walk I away. I bet people pretend to understand what NFTs are. Yeah, those um, non-fungible fungible tokens. tokens. Yeah, people just pretend that yeah. they like it and know what it is, but nobody really knows what it is. No, no one, one can really explain it. No. It's like, where is the cloud? It's up there. <laughs> it's up there, Lori. It is so up there. Um, in kind of, um, you know what the most dangerous sport is? It's probably something to do with an animal. It's horseback riding. There you go. Um, researchers at the University of Texas Rio Grande um, Valley say it's horseback riding. There are more hospital emissions due to horseback riding injuries in any other sports. Yeah, have you ever seen how big a horse is? Yeah, they're big. Oh my gosh. They really are big. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be, if you're just planning on what, you know, we've seen all those ships outside of the port out in LA where 80% of the stuff comes for the United States to be put on trucks to be mm-hmm. distributed. Artificial Christmas tree shortages, if you're buying a fake one this year. That's another thing in the shortage yeah, world. Yeah. You know what is... I, I, I guess, um, is it like... Um, is it like toys or... I've toys are found- short. You, Christmas presents, you're just supposed to buy... Holiday presents, buy them early. I, 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 I'm not ready. I mean, I've found all of that just like, oh, I just think back to that stupid ship in the Suez Canal. <laughs> Started it all, you that guys. That captain started it all. Think no, back. it really did. It backed Think up back. traffic for like 30 days or whatever. Yeah. And then it was like, it's just been this domino effect. And then you put on top of it that factories or production, you know, it had come to a halt because of COVID. Right. For the time period before. So it's just like this perfect crash domino. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know whether or not to... By the hype, I I just can't think about Christmas shopping right now, Jules. I just can't. Who can? Yeah. Um. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's going to be a cash Christmas. It could be. Except I know kids don't want cash, at least if they're cars like seven. So used cars are such a hot commodity. Right. They the headline in the Wall Street Journal today is cars are making money like homes mm. for now because you know you'd buy a home you're you, right. you'd suddenly blah blah. Same is happening with used cars. Oh, wow. So if you would need to sell your used car, raise the price. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's not. It's really they are going for big money because usually cars. Um, depreciate immediately. You buy a car the minute you drive it off the lot. It's not even worth your loan. Right. Did you ever sell cars for a living? Was that ever anything you did post-college? Never. I did. I sold water softener appointments. Oh, God. (laughs) Remember those little uh, Renaults? Yes. I had a LeCar. LeCar. I had a LeCar. And there was a dealership out on 494, and I had my college degree. Sure. And I can't remember. I might have... It was... It was when I was sort of floating around wondering what I was going to do sure. before I, uh, Before you were the accountant at that other thing? Uh, yeah, no, I'd already like probably quit that job because <laughs> I'm not an accountant. And uh, But anyway, I got hired. They wanted women to sell the cars. Sure. And the wheels were the size of scooters. Yes. No, mm-hmm. it was just... It, so they, it was this sexist. I get hired, go to this meeting... And it is, I can't believe the sexist crap. And I'm I'm not even taking notes because I know I'm not selling these cars. I don't want to do this. These guys are a bunch of, you know, whatever. So first ladies or break that we had like mid-morning, I took my little Lenovo. Left. I left my little Lacar notepad that they gave me with the leather cover and I left. You've done this in other jobs. Oh, I did it. Yeah, I did it at a radio station once. Um, <laughs> the guy like leaves, was a, such a pig. He at the brakes. No, he was such a pig. I can't believe you haven't left here. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> no one has been picky to me. I don't know. But yeah, I do leave on breaks if I can't handle the job and it's my first day. No harm, no foul. <laughs> but you don't even say goodbye. It's like an Irish goodbye. Well, but it's a commission job. That's how I right. looked at it. You know? But you know, you're going to pay commission? You people might not say past I just lunch. think it's so funny that you wouldn't even say goodbye. Oh, no. I just was like, <laughs> this place is nuts. I'm not going to sell cars. But I tried for two hours. Okay, that, that one always, mm-hmm. Lori, that one makes me laugh. I was I much better I at never, selling travel. I never knew you sold a Renault, the Le Cars. Well, you didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't. didn't. I went to training. You I got hired and I went to two and a half hours of training. Oh, God. And it was kind of exciting, like, because, like, a lot of people would. They were the cutest car, and the whole roof opened up to be a sunroof. It was rubber, and you just flip it all back, and it yeah. was like open. It yeah. was like the Fiats in right. Italy, you know, the little Fiats that the whole roof is open. All right. The Benjamin Moore color trend for 2022 is here. What is it? It's, it's shades of sage and olive green, but it's called October Mist. 
October mist. I it, just stick with sage. Then we can picture the color. October sage mist. And, sage and olive. And olive. I mm-hmm. like that. Okay. I mm-hmm. can't handle October. And, and, I don't think of it as anything being it but orange or no, autumn color. October mist. Mist. Sage and olive green. Oh, they need to go back to the drawing board, these people, and come up with a better name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So Susan Sarandon came out today, and um, the headline was she reveals she had a final phone call with ex-lover David Bowie a week before he died when they shared things that needed to be said. Really? So I went back and did a little legwork here. Um, Susan Sarandon and David Bowie starred in a movie in 1983 called The Hunger. Oh, yes. And it was about a love triangle. A love triangle. Catherine Deneuve. Yes. Oh, that was a sexy movie. And let me tell you, that movie probably would get a heavier rating than an R if it came out now. Really? Yeah. So... So I, I think so. If so I remember correctly, she, Susan Sarandon's a vampire. Um, David Bowie plays a cellist, and they met back in the 18th century France. And one of them starts aging, so they go and meet a gerontologist, which is the study of aging, and that played by Catherine Deneuve. Mm-hmm. And then the three of them start this love triangle. Um, and because um, she's Catherine Deneuve is the immortal vampire. Oh, she's the one. Yeah, All right, she's Susan the Sarandon immortal. then plays the doctor. And Bowie is the lover of this lovely lady. The cellist. Yeah. So she talks about this and I just thought this was kind of weird. So she said um, things needed to be said and they had a final conversation before David Bowie's death from liver cancer in January of 2016. So three decades earlier, um, so they went out and had a love affair in 1983, 93, 2003, 2013. So no one even knew about their affair or they even shared it for three decades. So till 2013. Wow. Okay. And um, she said she was fortunate enough to be closer to him right before he died in the last couple months. He did find me again. We talked to each other and said some things that needed to be said. Now, let's go back. So David Bowie met his wife, model Iman, at a dinner party in Iman, Iman, Mm -hmm. 1990. Two years later, they married. They Mm -hmm. had a daughter, Lexi, who's 21 now. Mm -hmm. um, Susan Sarandon says, I love his wife, someone who is equal in stature, and they just made it work. They were lovely. Yeah. Um, That was clearly who he was destined to be with, and I've kept in touch with her. So their last meeting was at a New York premiere of the musical Lazarus. In December of 2015, a month before he died. Mm. She reveals they spoke on the phone one more time, but to her frustration, it was not a conversation that she remembers. She was um, visiting the Greek island of Lesbos. Lesbos, yeah. And um, she wasn't sleeping, so she took a pretty um, strong sleeping aid. And she had a dream that David had called her and they'd had a conversation. Then I later thought, did he actually call me? And I went to my phone and he had. But I have absolutely no recollect, uh, recollection of what the conversation was. He died a le- week later. It was so frustrating, she said. So What do they have to talk about? I don't about? know, but she. I feel like this was such a disappointing article because we shared things that needed to be said, but yet she doesn't remember the conversation. Yeah. Well, so this is very... Does she have a film coming out or what is this all about? I don't know. I just, I do, uh, getting back to that movie, The 
Hunger. It was uh, directed <laughs> by Tony Scott, Ridley Scott's brother, and it it he's got the ter- one that died by suicide, right? I think so. Yes, in the and, San Francisco. Yeah, and um, it was very um, racy, um, and but the critics didn't like it, and but of course everyone wanted to see David Bowie playing a vampire, and it only made ten million at the box office. Yeah, but- and everyone wanted to see Catherine Deneuve and Susan Sarandon. It was an erotic horror film. That's right, Julia. I you can't you get can- enough of those. I, really? Maybe you're looking for one for Halloween this year, but. It was pretty racy, and I remember a lot of people were yelling about it, and that was the only reason my friends and I wanted to go see it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we're like, what is this all about? Absolutely. And so that was in 83. 83, yeah. Thelma Louise, she did, was 91. Rocky Horror was 75. If you look at her filmography, boy. It's amazing. Nonstop work. Yeah, it non-stop really is. Nonstop work. So it's a non-story story, mm-hmm. is basically what I give you. Okay. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I should have apologized in advance. Hey, there for, you go. I'm just going to tell you a non-story story. Yeah. Now I got to tell you because we've got um, we've got a pair of tickets to see the Minnesota Wild versus the Anaheim Ducks. If you give Rachel a call. We want the fifth caller six five one six four one one zero seven one. It's October twenty third, and um, this is a big deal. Well, my mom was telling me you know it's Seattle, a Saturday night game. Yeah, it's a big deal. Seattle has a hockey team now. They're called That's, the Kraken. I know. And there's a player from UMD on the Kraken, and the Seattle, the Washington State fans are so excited. Shannon's son works for them. Yeah, they're yeah. so excited mm-hmm. to have this. The, the Unleash the Kraken. What Unleash a great the Kraken. name. Crack the whip for the ice skating yeah. game. I mean, what a great name and for I, a I team. I can't think of who the kid is who played for UMD, but he, he's the, a big player and... Um, because hockey is fun, and this would be a fun game to go to Saturday night game. Right. Blah blah blah. And for students, college night discounts are back this season. The tickets start at just thirty nine dollars. Hey, There's a good. few games to choose from each month. Good. Find out more at thewild.com slash theme pack. Cool. Theme packs. Cool, so cool, cool. We'll reach. someone's going to be so happy to win that. Rachel is talking to the winner as right. we speak. Julia, now the, does this make you feel any pressure at all? The Beatles. Are on TikTok now. Granted, the Beatles are not doing not any of their tick, and they're not mm. doing their TikTok. But yes, the Beatles. Uh, it was created Friday as a promo for the Disney Plus documentary Get Back, and now the Beatles are TikToking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Variety has reported this. Um, the late John Lennon made a posthumous official debut on TikTok last month. Uh, and uh, what was he doing? He was would have been turning like a birthday. So what did they post of him? Just I don't know. And then Sir Paul McCartney joined in December twenty twenty. Everyone is Ringo, Ringo is joined, but they're they have other people operating the TikToks. Well, duh. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's why they're doing it. Do you, you feel know? any FOMO? Not at all. I mean, it's kind of amazing. No, with social I don't. media, I feel no FOMO. No, I only feel FOMO really about travel. <laughs> really okay in five star hotels yeah and uh days off work yeah what else that's four it. day work weeks yeah. what's your other fomo yeah. stuff but i don't i don't feel fomo about tiktok i don't feel like i'm missing out on anything i feel like my eyes are full julia my eyes are pretty plentiful they, they are yeah okay 
I, I'm seeing as much as I can see and <laughs> taking in as much as I can take I know, that I want to. I know to. people just love sitting there and watching. The, I just, that's just not my jam. Oh my gosh. I just read the scariest book, The what? Whisper Man, Alex North. This is for fans of Stephen King. Oh, okay. And it's about, um, oh, a serial killer and a childhood poem about leaving the door half open mm. and um, a scary. Yeah, there's like several angles of it, but it was really. Is really, it new? Ah, you know, I got it at uh, the drugstore in Seattle at Bartels when I had to quit well, reading is... the bakery book um, or whatever Are that you story talking was. About that? And uh, <laughs> it was called The Whisper Man, and it was a trade paperback. And I'm thinking, who can I give this good scary book to? You know, who can you? I don't know. Just give it to Steve. He likes to be scared. The yeah. Whisper Man. Oh, please! This is like a 350-page book that'll take him till Christmas to read. Oh, you're so. It's a chilling must read. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it was. It's got 90% of people like The Whisper Man. Yeah. He's he's kind of a Stephen King. I know Alex author. North. Yeah. Do you know that? I name? know that name. Have we talked to that man? Um, no, but I feel like in my. Um, Oh, gosh. I'm one of your Tinder profiles. You might have dated him. <laughs> no, I didn't date an Alex North. Maybe okay. Tommy North or, yeah. or Northwest yeah. or South North. No, he's a... Uh, is he... Lori, is he American? Alex North? Oh, gosh. Well, never mind. This book is so popular, it's in every different language in the world. Yeah, yeah. He's like, a, like I said, Stephen King or Lee, no. Leanne Moriarty, where the you yeah. know instant come out and they're I'm in every language. You, so this new, if anyone has finished The Apple Never Falls, her new book, Leanne Moriarty. Yeah. Oh. Was it good? Well, it's just like Nine Perfect Strangers. For some reason, I'm having... A hard time with it. I'm two thirds way through. Yeah, but it just doesn't. It's not like a page terminer because it goes where we have to learn and discover all these lives about all these people, and then it comes together. I'm feeling at the end, but I feel like she's used this storytelling and, story and it's about before. tennis. It's a couple who owned a tennis. Well, this should be camp right in Australia, and I'm learning all about tennis and all these other things. I know, Lori, but I'm just. Not the pages aren't turning. I don't like any of the characters really, so I'm kind of struggling with it. And I'm like, this, this is always a problem when you're reading. If you don't, even if you're watching a show, or there's, if you don't right. like one person, you're like, why am I watching this? Yeah, so it's just a little different for yeah. me that I'm like not cruising through it. All right, you know I like to read 500 pages a day. Oh, Julia, just to she's keep up, just loves it so much. <laughs> just to keep up with you. All right, listen, <laughs> we come back. We're gonna Hollywood speak. What this ex-wife has to say about her ex engagement. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia. So, uh, yesterday when um, the photos landed on Instagram and Kim Kardashian dubbed this couple Kravis. Well, that's kind of good. <laughs> Travis and, and Courtney. That just sounds so much like Mrs. Kravitz. Yeah, I know. That, those, that her generation wouldn't even know who we're talking about. Right, right. But I wouldn't do that, but Kravis. Kravis. Okay. okay, but uh, Shannon Barker, who is married to Travis Barker, um, on Sunday night uh, just had this. She wrote that uh, she's temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance. <laughs> 
This sucks. I'm sad. They have been broken up since ever. But I don't think it was ever. I think she's always been in love with him, though. Is that what that's what I feel like? Uh, Yeah, I feel like she's never gotten over it because she did yell at them about that their relationship was putting a wedge between her and her kids. The fact that their dad was having a romance. I'm like they've been split up now for such a long time. It was like 15, 16 years. And I feel like she had a lot of growing up to do, Mm -hmm. if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly. Um, So she's just praying to be nice? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. She needs to regroup and just get herself happy. Maybe she's unhappy and she can't be happy for them. I never felt bad about any of my exes I know you married didn't. at all. I know you did. I mean, the reason why you're they're your ex is you should never have to think about them again. But then if you have kids, you don't. And Shannon had two kids. She does. Them. Right. You will always be connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you make of this? Um, um, Jen Shaw to earn money hosting a strip club event. <laughs> Well, they gotta pay li- them legal bills. Well, listen, you know she's she's from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and mm-hmm. she's the one under investigation for like ten felonies for taking old people's money. Um, I believe it's called fraud. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. So she is needs money. Yeah, you do what it takes. She is hosting a party at the Hustler Club, New York City, in uh, this Friday night, and the, a rep for Hustler Club told Page Six. Jen was eager to host an event with us the moment we approached her team. Of course she was. I bet Coach Shaw isn't too happy. No, I wonder, that's kind of the thing about all this. He feels like he's a man of integrity. How do you, how does this work now that your wife has been defrauding people for years? It's like the Erica Jane thing. Now, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I didn't know uh, what was going on. I mean, maybe he didn't know. Do you think they're still together? Who I mean, knows? I think we would have heard by by now right. if they were. So he's probably, I don't know, he's probably just waiting to see what happens. But the trial doesn't start until next March. Well, She's the, free on a million-dollar bond. She's looking at 30 years in the, in the Hooskow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You call it the Hooskow, I call it the Pokey. Where the hell did the name the Hooskow come from? Even? Who knows? It's probably like some Western, some... Horse and hockey you, you told me about the, po- the pokey. The pokey. But where's that even from? Eh, people getting poked. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the slang comes from. I don't know, but there we go. Who's going pokey? We've got you covered. Yeah. Okay. So Timothy Chalamet, uh, you know, Dune comes out on Friday night with Zendaya and Timothy, and it's like a big, you know, they're making it's, a big darn like deal another about damn it. Reboot. And Time Magazine, he's on the cover of Time Magazine, you guys. And he was asked about the best advice he's ever received. This is what Timothy Chalamet said. One of my heroes, I can't say who or he'd kick my butt. He put his arm around me the first night we met and gave me some advice. No hard drugs and no superhero movies. Wow. Now, who would that have been? Say say who it was again. One One of my heroes, I can't say who, so an acting person. Put his armor on me the first night we met and gave me some advice. No hard drugs and no superhero movies. Well, I think... Was it Johnny Depp? I don't know, but no, Johnny Depp? Maybe a grizzled George Clooney said it to him. 
I'm trying to think of what movies. Because George Clooney, they, or maybe Josh Brolin, who was in Dune with them. I could see Josh Brolin so doing is, that. This isn't like, um, remember when Dune was like a television series after the books and stuff? This is the same. No, this is only two hours and 35. It's well, a movie. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's a movie. But, I mean, it's been done before as a movie. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, I never read the book. I didn't either. Anyway, I feel like Josh Brolin or George Clooney. I don't give him the advice. Well, I don't think Robert Pattinson would have told him that they worked together. And Robert, right. he's Batman. He's Jason right. Momoa is Aquaman. Right. I do not. Know. I feel like Clooney could have said it. All right, all right, all right. No hard That's drugs, fair. and he had a bad experience with Batman. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, okay, Laurie, maybe you're maybe right. I've, I've nailed that. Okay. I, oh, gosh. You mm-hmm. are, you're, first of all, mm-hmm. did we tell you how brilliant you are? Uh, yeah, very okay. much so. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Clay, um, Michael Kane would like you to know he uh, had this to say. I haven't retired. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love him. How He's 88. And his wife is what? 53? Uh, no, no, no. She's she's like maybe 72, 74. I'm she's like, like in a, a yeah. good age rate. You know, this, is like Holly's, maybe, this is Holly's go-to guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a movie coming out called Best Sellers. And I guess there was some confusion in an interview where he said it would be his last film. Okay, so that's it. But he didn't really... Uh, it's a remake. It. Yeah. It's a remake of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But what he meant was just like, it's the last movie that I've made. Scott Speedman is in this new bestsellers with him. Yeah. Tomato, rotten, t- oh no, no one likes this. No one likes it, that's 50, 50. Oh. Audience, 50. Well, Julia. Critics, 50, so. Anyway, he just meant that it was the last film he'd made. Got it. Because and people just COVID took it literally. And they took it literally. So that's why I haven't retired. Not a lot of people know that. Okay, so. that's funny. That's pretty good. A former Grey's Anatomy writer doesn't know why we didn't kill Izzy when they had the chance. They did kill her. No, they didn't. She did not. She she made it out Catherine of Seattle Heigl, alive. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. Yeah, Catherine Heigl's character. She made it out of Seattle okay, alive. That's so funny. There's so much funny things coming out of that book. Okay, so... He said, I don't know why we didn't kill Izzy. I really don't. And this is uh, a book called How to Save a Life, the Inside Story of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I know. There's been so much stuff coming out about this book. Um, and, you know, the, the they were all excited to write her death. I believe this that. is how much they that's did what not happens like when you work with a pain of ass person. I wonder if they're writing. It, it was Shonda Rhimes who made yeah. the call. Nope, we're not. Because she had a good she character. And her, her love story with Denny. I still remember their names. Oh, yeah. She gets fired from Seattle Grace for a mistake she believes her husband made. Mm hmm. Well, the thing is, mm-hmm. is that, okay, so the Montana contingent is obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. They had to watch it Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're obsessed. So she's like, I can't believe you quit this. How could you quit this show? It's so good. <sighs> you, not, you, you quit your a year before me. Full. My eyes were full. Mm-hmm. My eyes are full, Catherine. I don't yep, need to. That's exactly it. Um, that's exactly it. Uh, here's one more thing. Sutton Strack, Erica Jane inspired me to pursue law school. To go to law school? She says she's studying her uh, for her LSATs with the Princeton Review. She said she had to get into so much stuff going through all the Erica Jane stuff. It inspired her to take the LSATs and study for it. Okay, that's kind of interesting because today on the way here to work, 
I drove by William Mitchell Law School, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the people, and I said, wouldn't it be fun to have a law degree? I don't know why. That's just yeah. so weird. It just went in my head and out. Well, you're always good with contracts. No, no, gosh, no. But I, <laughs> oh, that is law. such a funny thing to say, <laughs> but I love that she's doing that. How old is she? I think she's like 50. Is she? Yeah. Gosh, I bet if you met her, she could come across as like a 32-year-old because she's so teeny. I mean, oh, look yeah. at how little her legs are on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she's a minus zero. Julia, when you're when you're getting three hundred thousand dollars a month, month. <laughs> a for month. the rest of your life, a month, a month, I you too would look young and relaxed. A month. That's what we found out, Rachel. That she gets a month. That's how loaded the guy she was married to was. Goodness, I know. Wow, <laughs> that just is. Yeah. It makes us that's just a lot. think that's a lot. Wow, good for you, Sutton. <laughs> I know. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.